Follow us on Facebook at Off Script with Super E Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at Off Script Pod underscore one. Off Script with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. Hello, Super E Nation. <laughs> the nation consists of 10 people <laughs> I, I know that's the smallest nation on the planet <laughs> it's like luxembourg oh yeah it's 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 like the farthest corner of bg <laughs> well hey this is a train and i am talking with super e the star of our show what up everybody you doing good I'm hanging in there. Uh, we had some rain. We got a little power outage. Oh. Apparently a raccoon climbed a power pole and maybe farted. Next thing you know. <laughs> he gnawed through it. I can't, I can't use the toilet. Oh, that's because you're on a well. Yeah, on a well yeah. out here. So you got to have that. Uh, you got to have that pump working to get that water in the house, huh? Yes. And then all of a sudden, if you're starting to feel nature call, you're looking around outside. <laughs> You got to go outside to do your business. What are you doing? Well, sometimes if you're if you're sophisticated and dignified, you crouch down by the chicken coop. Hope the neighbor doesn't see you. And you're going. Oh, that's great. Well, that's country living. That's yep. great. That's Green Acres right there. Yeah. Hope you edit all that. Oh no, it's all staying in. It's all staying in. So what? Uh, what are you thinking about talking about today? Uh, today I'm talking about, we've talked about this before, how policemen get lucky, <clears throat> but on this one, unbelievable luck, it just fell into our lap, and then I had the uh, Kreskin e- ESP moment where I knew something bad was happening, so it was all oh, that's going to happen in one episode. Wow, I cannot wait to hear it. All right, well, this goes way, way back in time. Okay. Maybe 30-some years ago when Tim the Tool Man was popular. <laughs> and uh, we had gotten a call. This was when I was working with Jim and Jim. Oh. Uh, the, you know, the older guys yes. that had the experience from the 70s. Right. Which, which made them effective, slightly dangerous, maybe a little shady. <laughs> <laughs> a little different. They did things yeah, different they, they, in the 70s. They, yes, yes. Yes. So, anyways... They got a call from one of their Weasley informants, and um, he told them that there was uh, this guy in a hillbilly bar on South State Street that was selling pounds of marijuana. Okay. And um, he said, he's going to be at this bar, and and we said, how do we know who he is? He's going to be wearing a blue coat. He's always wearing a blue coat. Okay. And we're like, all right. And, he, you know, white dude, okay. six foot tall, it's not brown much, hair. It's not, not much. Not that much of a description. Like all down there. You know? Yeah. 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 And so blue coat, brown hair, white guy. <clears throat> 
likes Leonard Skinner. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'll be able to, I'll be able to point him out. Right. So me and the Jim, the bigger, meaner Jim, um, me and him decided to do the undercover. And so we said, we asked the informant, what's this guy's name? And I'm not using the actual name. I'm going to use something similar to it. Okay. And uh, it was uh, something like uh, Larry Newtsman, something along the lines. He goes, the guy's name is Larry Newtsman. Okay. And I'm like, okay. So we go down to this hillbilly bar. We walk in. So we're thinking, guy in a blue coat, blondish hair, six foot tall, 200 pounds. We look in the bar. Every hillbilly in there, six foot tall, 200 pounds, wearing a blue coat, yeah. humming, free, humming free bird. Jeez, <laughs> what the hell, man? I'm, we're looking around, and luckily, Jim was wearing a Notre Dame shirt. Okay. This... This guy comes out of nowhere as we're sitting down thinking, how in the hell are we going to figure out? There's at least 30 guys in here all matching the same description. What are we going to do? Well, this, this is probably going to fizzle out. A guy walks up, looks at Jim wearing his Notre Dame shirt, goes, hey, I like your shirt. Jim looks down and goes, yeah, you like Notre Dame? He goes, yeah. He goes, by the way, my name's Larry Nutzman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and we look at each other and I go, my name's Ray. He goes, my name's Jim. And he goes, what you boys doing? We're meeting some girls, but they want some dope. He goes, well, just take me back to my house. I got a couple of pounds of it. You guys are the luckiest son of bitches in the world. I, I'm, I'm looking around and I'm like, oh my God, you know, this is unbelievable. Like everybody said, go buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. So, and then, and then Jim goes, now, remember, this is for cell phone. He goes, hey, go call the girls and say we'll be over. So what I, what I have to do, yeah. I've got to call dispatch, say, hit the other Jim on the radio and let him know that we're going to be leaving with the target. He, we're giving him a ride back to his house and just follow us there. Right. <clears throat> so that's what you had. To, it's kind of like Adam 12 days. Yes, exactly. So to speak. Yes. So this guy jumps in a car. And he goes, come on, guys. I'll get you all the weed you want for your girlfriends. Are they good looking? And I'm like, oh, of course. They're gorgeous. <laughs> well, hell yeah. Yeah. And so we zip back to his house. And Big Jim is sitting in the living room. And Larry takes me to his kitchen. Opens up the kitchen cabinet right above peanut butter. <laughs> two pounds of weed. Okay. And he goes, how much you need? And so I had like, I don't know. We had like 150 bucks. I go, I got 150 bucks. So he kind of eyeballs 150. 150 bucks worth of weed so he goes hey can you give me a ride back to the bar no problem which makes it easier on us yeah. because we we pull out of the driveway drive 20 feet and we get pulled out of the car yeah. all of us like we're being arrested right they take they cuff me they cuff larry they don't have enough cuffs or big jim so he pretended like he had cuffs behind him uh-huh and they take us back to the house <clears throat> to do the big interrogation. Yeah. The guy does a consent to search. Yeah. And he, here's what he says. I felt so bad about this. He goes, hey. This was what Larry said. He goes, hey. He goes, don't, hey, don't lock up my friend Ray. He had nothing to do with this. <laughs> oh, no. And what, I'm like, what oh, a, my. What a I, nice guy. I, you know, I, I felt like a huge prick. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. So he takes him back. 
And then, so I'm sitting there with my handcuffs behind me. Yeah. Big Jim is sitting there in a chair with his handcuffs. Well, he had no handcuffs. Right. He had just had his hand pretending. Pretend well, handcuffs. Well, they called some reserve. They said, hey, we need backup over here. Some reserve officer. These are just regular guys yeah. that volunteer. And on the weekends, <clears throat> they would ride around in the car right. by themselves. So he had no idea what was going on. Well, he shows up. <laughs> And he doesn't know that me and Jim are policemen. Oh, God. So, as soon as he walked in, the detectives go, watch these two. So, Larry's in the kitchen talking to the Jim and the other guys helping out, telling them about pointing the weed out and everything. Right. And so, this reserve guy is acting all tough, mean mugging us. (laughs) <laughs> twitching his little trigger finger like you guys better you guys better just sit there and don't do anything and i'm like okay i'm not saying a word so big jim is looking at him and remember there was a little bit of insanity running through big jim and a little bit of like you don't know what this motherfucker is going to do anytime yeah. Because yeah. he he was he was a big dude. He was a star quarterback, played semi pro ball. Yep. But but he was just a cantankerous dude. Yeah. So he's he's looking at this reserve, and he says, "How's it going?" And the reserve just says, "Okay." And then he goes, "You like being a policeman?" The reserve goes, "You just need to keep your mouth shut. <laughs> just sit there and keep your mouth shut." So I thought, well, here we go. <laughs> and so Jim's just sitting there looking at him. And then the guy thinks that Jim has his hands handcuffed behind him. Yeah. Jim, like in a in a flash, pulls one hand out and waves at the guy and puts it back. And the guy was, <laughs> what the fuck? I could see the guy was looking at him like, "What? Did something just happen here? Did he just have?" But he, and I could tell he was like, "Oh no!" Then he just you know stood there again, looking all tough. I go, "Okay, this is going to go south quick." <laughs> God damn it, Jim. Yeah. So a few minutes later, you know, things are kind of settling down. They're still talking to the suspect in the kitchen. Jim whips out his left hand now and waves at the guy <laughs> and then puts it back. And the guy's like, hands on what turbo? Starts hollering. He goes, and then he he pulls Jim forward. And I said, shh, where's the police? He's pretending like he's cuffed. And luckily one of the detectives came in when he heard look he goes they're the police just just leave it alone and the guy goes oh okay i can tell you he's like thanks for fucking with me guys yeah no shit you know, <laughs> you know when that poor reserve walked in somebody maybe should have whispered hey these are the cops we're pretending know, they're bad guys yes and then they 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 don't tell him and the one he has to deal with is this big crazy fucking jim but anywho so this Larry Newtsman, man, just cooperative could be, comes out. He, sorry, fellas, to get you guys involved in all this bullshit. I, I'm so sorry. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, we are heels. <laughs> so he takes he takes a plea agreement, boom, and uh, he goes to you know he goes to jail or whatever. Fast forward about I don't know nine months later. And uh, we had a tree in the front yard where I lived. Yeah. And this was when I, my first wife, she uh, she goes, I want to get our front yard giant tree trimmed. 
And I go, how much is that? She goes, it's going to be seven or eight hundred dollars. I go, I don't want to spend that on that. That's that's insanity. Yeah. So I'm at the gym working out because remember back then being buff was very important to us. Oh, yes. So uh, I'm coming home and I get a text. Well, right before I came home, I'm getting I get a text. Okay. And to call my wife, I call her on the phone. She goes, hey, some tree trimmers just showed up. And they said they will cut our trees for a hundred dollars. Cut our tree for a hundred dollars. Trim it, man. And I started getting a bad feeling in my stomach. Yeah, I don't know why. I got a bad feeling. I go, hey, we've had a lot of dealings with tree trimmers being crackheads. Don't do it. Yeah. I said, don't do it. A hundred dollars sounds way too cheap. And, and I, that's exactly what I said. I said, hundred dollars sounds way too cheap. They're crackheads, or they're thinking about robbing something. I said, don't do it. And her response was, I had a lot of pull in the marriage back then. Her response was, I don't care. I'm doing it anyway. I, <laughs> Damn it. So I, I'm racing home because I want to be there to mean mug people just in case they're thinking about stealing stuff. Right. But I, but I thought, man, I got a funny feeling. I'm going to know some of these fuckers. Mm-hmm. So I took my long, luxurious locks and put them up under my hat. Uh-huh. And disguise myself. I maybe put on some sunglasses. Did, and I, did you put your mom's glasses on again? Yeah, I, no, I didn't have my mom's glasses, <laughs> but I had these other glasses. All right. And then I, when I got there, I might, I might have spoke with a British accent. You really confuse them. <laughs> right, right. So, so but when, as I was getting closer, I was like, man, I got a bad feeling about this, these guys. Uh-huh. So I show up and I see a bunch of hillbilly looking crackheads all climbing up down my tree Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like and then i see what looked like it was the foreman he's walking up to me and he's got a clipboard and he looks real familiar to me Uh. he walks up to me and goes excuse me sir he goes yeah we're just trimming your tree here and i'm looking at him he goes my name's larry newtsman oh no and (laughs) (laughs) and i i'm a I'm trimming your tree, but I got approved uh, that I'm working right now because I'm on work release. I got caught selling some weed to some undercover guys. Oh, my God. Honest. Like a dumbass. Yeah. yeah. And so I just got approved wherever, ever, everywhere I go. He goes, can, can you sign this? And I had to scribble that like I was Helen Keller on a treadmill so he couldn't read it. And... <laughs> I made it as unlegible as possible. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank God he doesn't recognize me. Thank God I incorporated the British accent. Yes, exactly. And I couldn't believe it. It was not. It was like six or seven months later, the dude, they put, immediately put him on work release, and he's in my front yard. Oh, my God. Yes. Because that- I know if I would have shown up looking like I normally do, he would have instantly recognized me. Exactly. So you don't think he recognized you? No, he did not recognize oh. me because there was no, because it didn't happen much, but when people that I had dealt with yeah. see me like at the mall or whatever, yeah, they would say, hey, I saw you at the mall, man. I immediately picked you out. I said, well, I'm just glad you didn't see me at the crack house. You know, you can see me at the mall. You know, I had a similar situation, had some carpet layers in and, uh, they were there was this one guy and he was looking at me and I was looking at him and I am positive I had run into him on the street but we neither one of us I don't think made the 
complete connection. But but yeah, he was he was like just eyeballing me like mm, I think I know you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you and you and see that's your biggest especially when you do undercover work, that's your biggest fear when they know where you live. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And this is before of course, this is before Google and stuff. Before what? You know, Google. Explain that. You, well, you know how Okay, you can look up address. You know, you look up people on Google, and they'll oh, tell you where Google. they live. Google? I thought you said Dougal. Yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> I, hell I was is... Thinking, what the hell is live- Dougal? I said, you see him living in a cave? He doesn't know what Google is? A-Train doesn't know what Google is. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. What is this? What is this Facebook you're talking wow, this, about? This book face. What is this? <laughs> hey. So, that, that all ended, but I was able to go in... And do the I told you so to the missus. Yes. Exactly. And did she did she capitulate to Supery's wisdom? Wow. Huh? You've been reading word power books. Yeah, yeah I'm impressed. I, I don't well, know hey, I don't know what Google is, but I know what the word <laughs> capitulate means. <laughs> yes, and you used it in the correct sense. Yes. Well uh, thank you. She she gave me a little bit. A little bit of like, okay, I see your point, but it was fleeting. It was fleeting. You know, I want to ask you a question because there's been a couple incidents where you've talked about, um, you know, having premonitions, like when you had a premonition that you were going to get shot that yes. day, and some other things where it's almost like, yeah, Super E might be Kreskin because he he has these, you know. Uh, intuitions of what what's going on or this and that do you think that you have psychic ability or do you think it's just experience from working the street i think i'm i I think i might have a little psychic ability because i remember in high school yeah back in the day Mm -hmm. it was that Indiana Boys Basketball Championship, and I think it was like Muncie against somebody, and I can't remember who actually won. Okay, but I remember on as, as like I came in during the day, and I told everybody, I said I had a dream last night that this team won by about this many points. Okay, and sure as shit, that after the high school boys basketball championship, that team won by that many points. Okay, that, and it was like, oh my god! That tells me that you should start gambling and putting oh. money on on games if if you have that ability. Okay, well, it, that it does not it does not cross over to the gambling world. <laughs> okay, okay. Because I'm a non gambler, but see, my dad and my grandfather were unbelievably good gamblers. I have no, I have no, I, I have no idea how to play cards. I don't know how to play poker. I don't know how to play. Well, I kind of know how to play twenty one, but I have no interest in that. And one time, the very first time I played the lottery in nineteen ninety, I won seventy five bucks. I said, "This is easy." Yeah. I've maybe played the lottery ten times since. Have not got a single number. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now I'm with you. I don't gamble either. It's no. I don't now. I can play cards. But, you know, I use like, you know, pennies or chips or something. But yes, I don't gamble either. I, we, work, we work too damn hard for that money, Super E. Exactly. And the one time that I, what was it called? Play the pros? 
where yeah. you pick football games. Mm-hmm. Now remember, this is like 1978 or 77. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, I it was like uh, my friend's family worked at you know the a big health insurance company, and they had this gambling pool for the Monday night football games, and I played it. I got every single game right. Wow. And and it came down. I tied with some woman who had no fucking clue. I think she just had a chicken <laughs> peck out her choices. And it, it came down to the Monday night football game. And this is when the Patriots were super good. Yeah. And the, and the Packers weren't worth a shit. Yeah. And I'm like, that money's burning a hole because I picked the Patriots. Uh-huh. I said, man, they're going to win. Steve Grogan had the worst game of his life. <laughs> Steve Grogan. And I don't know who it was for the Packers because nobody gave a shit about them then. Yeah. And they come back and beat the shit out of them. I said, I will never, I have never done that since then. So that, Fuck en- that. that ended Subri's gambling career. That, it, that yeah. ended my, my gambling career, yes. Wow. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, that was a, uh, that was a great tale. Um, boy, Jim, he, he was a troublemaker. He, he 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 was yes, he, yes when you put when you put jim and jim together look the fuck out because <laughs> every time they did a case i was thinking i see this going to, going to suppression court yes and let's not forget jim and jim they're the ones yeah. that tried to bust in the door on the search warrant with a, a crate of what was it juice <laughs> uh fruit juice in glass jugs <laughs> yeah that didn't work to work out too good did it no it did not <laughs> all right super e well uh thanks for telling us that very entertaining uh you got do you have any parting words for our listeners uh the only thing i can say is appreciate the electrical power that comes into your house <laughs> have you thought about getting a uh, backup generator yes they're like a thousand dollars yeah they're expensive and, yeah and then if you want to get the super duper super duper ones they're like ten thousand dollars okay well listeners in that vein subscribe to our podcast uh now let me explain and this will help super e buy a generator so we can have <laughs> yes. power uh Listen, you can listen to our episodes for free. However, if you subscribe, you get access to some uh, special bonus episodes. So if you're into that, feel free to subscribe and help Ernie get power. Are you going to have to edit that out? It's uh, super easy. What'd I say? Ernie. Oh, damn it. Super easy. You know what? Also... Subscribers, if you, if you want to subscribe to this Super E After Dark, yes. this will also help me. I'm all out of owning piece of shit old Chryslers. I need another one. Okay. Hit, hit that subscribe button. <laughs> that, that couldn't have been any more self-serving. It, you know what? But desperate times call for desperate yes. measures. You're welcome. Yes. yes. So, all right, everybody. We will talk to you later. Bye. All right. Adios.